do you have any do you have anything to drink today i do well not alcoholic i mean i could get a cider but i have an iced coffee at... Ooh, I, know. I, I, I wouldn't i wouldn't go for a cider if you have a nice coffee no i mean you know it's it's what almost 10 past eight in the evening um and i mm. hate myself so we'll have yeah. ice coffee. keep me awake all night <laughs> yeah alcohol keeps me awake at night so i i don't usually i don't drink at night see one drink will knock me out like i'll be sorted have a nice little nap i mean i don't often it's very rare he that, says, that happens. yeah he says as he opens a bud light uh well there we yeah go. well like the thing is as well is that i've had to because like i've only been drinking again for 21 days so like oh, yeah, yeah so like i've had to um <laughs> i've already think this is too much i'm having to cut back down to um uh slightly lower alcohol be- beers you know i still like bud light so mm. yeah i mean i'm not a beer fan i'll be honest mm. oh no i fucked it Oh no! I put this one in the freezer and it froze, and then it's it's, it's um unfrozen again. Now all the the fizz is gone. Oh, lovely! Mm. I mean, I, I'm not right. a drinker, so I have no idea the struggle mm. of that. Yeah, more of a rum kind of gal. Mm, I'm more of a whiskey man myself. Um, whiskey fucks me up. I can't. Mm. I can't handle whiskey at all. Sean has, has is going to be on the podcast. I'm very excited to talk to him about. Oh, yeah, whiskey because he's he's a he's a whiskey man, uh, as well. He seems so. the type like he seems the type to be sitting in like a you know those, yes. those like leather chairs mm. with the high backs mm. with you know like a straight whiskey. Yeah, I can see that very much. Oh yeah, I, I love. I, I think I I I'm getting to the point now where I can enjoy a, a whiskey just like on the rocks. Like I'm not kind of at that oh, point where like no, I can like I I enjoy a whiskey with like you know just ice, but like lemonade is nice. You know, um, tonic water. Soda water is lovely, actually. Tonic water is the most revolting thing ever. I I'm, don't even <laughs> don't ever say nah, that again. Soda, Do you soda, like tonic water? Uh, I don't like to drink it. I like it with gin. Oh God, no. Mm. I mean, I had a, I had tonic when me and Phoenix went to um, Prague. We we thought we were getting lemonade or or like okay. some variation of lemonade. Um, mm. <laughs> and we didn't realize they made it with tonic water. And it was the most disgusting thing. And we just were sitting, having a lovely day by the river. Yeah. Disgusting little, like, tonic water thing. I'm not a fan. Uh, okay. So, should we get started? Because I haven't actually introduced. Okay. Hello, and welcome to the In The Den podcast. I'm your host, Craig Denham. And today, I'm being joined by... Olivia Mortar. Yeah. Definitely not the, 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 the first... Definitely not the first time we're recording this one. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so we had this conversation about about was it a week ago now. Yes. Uh, we had we did our first podcast and then we realised there was too much stuff in it that we <laughs> we couldn't put in. <laughs> so um, we decided to have a bit of a re-record. Who'd have um, thought me and you would be so controversial? <laughs> <laughs> Who'd have thought we'd only want to talk about drama? Um, <laughs> um, also, this is. Uh, the second time I've recorded with Olivia, and the second time I've had a beer in my hand uh, on the podcast. So, you know, it, it could get a bit larry, but we shall see what happens. Um, I'm sure you'll uh, keep it tame. Yeah, I mean, I've, I had a, a glass of champagne with, with, with dinner, and now I'm having a, a, a light beer. That oh, should yeah, be alright. Mm. It, it was also my dad's birthday on Monday. So, oh, like, yeah, like that, but yeah, but that bastard, it's all in the same week, always. But, like, I feel like with my family is like everything happens at the same time, it's not all like spaced out. So, like, 
We're the same. Mm, my mum's birthday and anniversary. Well, mum and dad's anniversary. Dad's birthday and Father's Day is usually within the same month. Mm. So that's a very expensive month. May June. Month. Ours is ours is mm. uh, January. We have my dad's birthday, my sister's, both my sister's birthdays, my nephew's birthday, yeah. my auntie's birthday. So it's five people's birthdays. There's probably another one. I'm probably just being. Yeah. Oh my! I one also... of my friend's birthday. It's just it's mm. not going on. I also have August as well, which is my aunt's birthday, who lives with my nan and granddad. Um, my nan and granddad, no, my nan and granddad's anniversary is after that. Then it's my granddad's birthday. Then it's my nana's birthday. Then my birthday a week later. By the time you get to my birthday, no one cares. Now I have a question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just something you brought up just then um, about your aunt living with your nan. Yes. How would you feel, like when your parents are older? Would you want your parents to live with you? Like if they need, if they were like elderly and they, you know, it was either that or a care well, home, what would you choose? Uh, I think they know what choice they've made. <laughs> and will that be care home? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like, because like, I like, I wouldn't be like nasty. I wouldn't be like, you know, send this to like a really crap one and be like, oh fuck off. I'd, I'd send this to a nice one, but like, I, I'd say it's just, it's just long, you know. And like stressful, so I want to make sure. I like I'm clumsy. I forget stuff. I do things wrong. Send them to someone that's qualified. You know, I'd rather pay the money. I agree with you. I, yeah. you know, I'll be honest. I couldn't be bothered to. I love my parents. I do. Would I fuck look after them? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I know it's a bit hard because they've looked after me for however many years. But yeah, but like, like as a parent, that's their responsibility. Exactly. I didn't sign yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll make sure they go into a nice care home, but mm. yeah, <laughs> like, like biannual visits. <laughs> I actually didn't realise actually until like recently that you had to pay for care homes. Of course, you have to pay for care homes. I thought I know, but I, I thought they were like NHS things. I mean, I'm sure there's like cases where they uh, I don't know. Mm. Maybe if you can't afford it, I mean, like, they just there isn't. Right. <laughs> well, like I think I think like if if you earn under a certain amount of money. And like they've earned under a certain amount of money, then like, and if there's that, I think you get means tested for it, which is very demeaning. You know, actually, yeah. Mm. But then again, it is demeaning just to send your parents off to a home. But so swings and roundabouts, really. Yeah, well. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Um, Okay, so uh, we should probably introduce how we know each other and kind of. I don't know you. I've no idea what you are. You made this (laughs) turn. Yeah, like I picked up. No, hang on. Phoenix said the street. No, Phoenix said it. Oh, uh, see. Phoenix just... said it. You know, I, I, I think this is the third one I've recorded this week. So like, it's kind of all... no, no, fourth, <laughs> fourth one I've recorded this week. You know. Yeah, because like the, the I will admit the podcast has started very slow, um, but now it's kind of really in full swing, and it probably get finished by end of by this time next week. As in, like everything's fully recorded. Um. So that's weird. Uh, but anyway, back to how we know each other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we met at college. We did. Yeah, that it's was a... UTC. Mm, it's not UTC anymore. Is it not? What is it now? Mm. <laughs> it's just so... <laughs> so mean. <laughs> uh, it is the um, Elstree Studio Academy. Oh. Uh, which, which me and Phoenix discussed and we said that... Uh, 
well, they they came up with some some fancy reason as to why they changed it. Like, yeah, I think I think the official reason as what they put on their website was that we want to change more in line with our our, our identity. But I think it kind of came down to the fact that maybe they had a contract with University Technical College, and then it expired. Yeah, the, yeah I reckon That's, I that sounds also, more likely. Yeah, I think also Academy sounds a bit fancier. Like you hear UTC, mm. you're like okay. But you hear Academy, it sounds like a lot better. So I, I reckon they're try- also trying to make themselves sound better than they are. No judgment. Yeah. You know, they were great with certain students, and they, you know, those students, I'm sure, were really helped by them. But I do mm. think it's just an attempt to sound a bit fancier. Mm. I also think as well, people are always confused as to what a university technical college actually is or means. I don't know what the fuck it is. It means, well, I think, I think it officially means that you're just sponsored by a university. Oh, but shit. Like, I had no idea. Yeah. Because officially we were sponsored by University of Hertfordshire, so that's why I think that maybe it's not a thing anymore. Um, but like you know, I I I I I, I don't know. It's just like I don't understand why they would change it, but like they've changed it, and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. It's a bit. I don't know. It's weird. I mean, I've listen. Mm. We all know I'm not Elstree's number one fan. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm always gonna be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. But, no, it is what it is. Um, I also, I you could also fancy. Yeah, you could also argue as well that since I don't want to say UTC got a bad rep, but like they didn't start off great, but no. now they are in an arguably better position than they were even like two, three years ago. So maybe they've changed it to kind of be like we're a new school now, and that you know we we we're. You know, getting good yeah. exam results, we're good buy off stead, you know, like I think that's fair, you know. Yeah, I mean I yeah. think um they I mean look, they they're still a fairly new school anyway, um mm. college. They're not you know, they haven't they've not established like this you could, sort of if I look at the the second school I went to and, and the sixth form that there was there, like they were getting, you know, amazing results. But they've been there for what, a hundred and something years as a school. Yeah. So like compared to you know, Elstree, you can't expect, mm. you know, amazing. Of course, you'd hope yeah. that as a student, you hope the, for them, the faculty and, and for the, you know, lessons and shit to be yeah. worthwhile. I mean, they weren't, yeah. <laughs> personally. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think, you know, they were a young college. Like, they still are a young college and it's going to, mm. you know, it's going to be difficult and, mm. you know, it's, it is difficult. I think some of the staff that they had maybe weren't, no, they weren't bad, but they a lot of them weren't either new at teaching or you know weren't yeah. established at teaching. So, I would like to make a massive shout out, uh, Georgia and Daisy. Know who he is, Mister Dumpleton. What a man! Dumpleton. <laughs> you oh, Dumpleton was after you. Uh, so so uh, to, cut, to to cut a long story, yeah, we called him Dumpleton, um, and that we actually came up with a, of a verb called Dumplefucked. Uh, Wait, is his actual name Dumpleton or is it a joke? No, his his name is actually Dumpleton. Oh, that oh poor man. Yeah, um, I I can't officially go into the reasons as to why he <laughs> left his job, because because like for this, that poor man probably made a massive mistake that day, and I feel massively sorry for him for kind of what happened on that day. He was well, he wasn't told to leave. He kind of left himself, but uh, I won't go into all of that. Um. Yeah. But what I would say is that he wasn't adequately prepared for the job that was. Yeah, I mean, it was like Mr. Walker. Um, oh, yeah. He was a funny, funny man. I don't feel bad about talking about him because I'm sure I, I don't judge him for leaving. Yeah. <laughs> and, no, neither do I. 
he was he was a funny man he was just he he would have been really good and I, I think he, i don't know if he's still a teacher I, I haven't got a clue um he'd be really good with i'm sure younger students but he couldn't handle sort of yeah 18 year olds who didn't really give a fuck yeah like he just he i mean he i mean me and felix just took the piss when we were in his lesson i mean we didn't we tried and <laughs> he was just he was weird he made weird yeah. little comments and <laughs> i'll, I'll be honest with funny. you like I'll be honest with you, Mr. Hand and I had Mr. Carr as well, and Mr. Mitchell actually. Yeah. They were leaps and bounds better than than, than Mr. Oh, um, Mr. Hand. What was, his, was... what was his name? Was his Mr. name? Mr. Walker. Walker. Yeah. Didn't like him. Yeah, yeah he didn't know what was going on. <laughs> he nah. had no clue what was going on. But um, but no, Mr. Hand was was lovely. Um, he was. Mm. I definitely. I he was. He was a good teacher. I mean, he. He, he was. And I think certain teachers there definitely had favoritism and tried they sort of favoured the kids that were already sort of, you know, filming and, and were amazing at what they did. And the yeah. kids who were trying to learn, learn and develop, they didn't really give a fuck about. Um, but Mr. Yes. Hans wasn't necessarily one of those teachers. Um, mm. he, he genuinely wanted to help them. Um, and yeah. you know, he, we, we sat and we did, you know, extra time after lessons and things like that. And he helped me like, so I don't, I don't have a bad word to say about Mr. Hand. Um, yeah, I, neither do I, neither do I. I think he's a, he, he was an outstanding teacher and I really miss him. So, Yeah. There, there, there were. Um, I do, I do agree with it. With the idea that there was maybe some sort of preferential treatment to the the students that might have showed at, at, on the, the the forefront more promise. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know? So, like, if you could show that, oh, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, re- I'm, I'm really good, or like, I'm doing lots of stuff that they would really help you. Yeah. But like, if if you were like, I'm just starting out, or like I'm new here, they wouldn't really. But some teachers did, so that 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 really is yeah, appreciated. Because <laughs> mm. I was like, well, you know, I'm I'm may not be the the best, but you know, help me. <laughs> so yeah. I can get better, like, God help me. <laughs> I've come here to learn. Mm. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It was I found Elstria a frustrating um, place to be. I found it less. Yeah. Because a lot of the, you know, I remember when I when I joined, they were like, you know it's a creative hub, you'll, you know, you bounce off other people, it's such an amazing place to be, got there, and it just felt like, well, unless you were one of those top people, yes, don't bother, like, you just might as well not bother, and that's what I've got from it, and was just like, ah, oh, fuck yeah. it, like, I can't be bothered. I also got the vibe that some teachers weren't particularly good at being teachers? Academic, <laughs> acad- well, like, no, academic teachers. Yeah. Like, I think, I think, when, because I did a lot of practical stuff at school, I did film, I did um, uh, drama, I did English, uh, and I, I'd say like with film being an exception, a lot of the practical stuff is really good, but a lot of the, um, um, as in, I say, sorry, film stuff, practical stuff was good, but with the exception of like the academic stuff, film being the exception, mm. um, you know, the kind of theory stuff was really bad. I thought so when it came to sitting yeah, down yeah. and doing doing some oh, like yeah I know you, you know mean. yeah so because like I I feel like a lot of times I was let down by like my exam work but like my practical stuff was really good. Do you know what I don't I think I've handed in maybe one practical piece <laughs> and that was Ooh. for media and that was me in Phoenix and that was when the suggestion of the adult nappy um, occurred <laughs> with this adult we won't adult go into nappy. that <laughs> yeah do you remember that. No. When um, okay. Well, I mean, I won't go into these. Well, fuck it. Um, <laughs> um, you can always edit it out if it's bad. 
<laughs> he basically suggested because we we had this whole storyline of it was meant to be like a horror slash thriller. Um, we had to do like a five minute or seven, five to ten minute clip of like whatever it would be. Um, a scene from the from the um film that we wanted to pitch. Mm. So obviously we did it, and and there was a scene where obviously she the the premise was she gets kidnapped by a teacher who who couldn't have kids and they're a bit psychotic, etc. It was quite dark, won't lie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but obviously we were doing a thriller, so that was the the point. And then he we were explaining his idea, and he was like, "Oh, I love it." He was like, "It's amazing." He was like, "Um, he was like, what about an adult nappy?" <laughs> we were like, "What?" Sorry, hmm? you're suggesting that this 16-year-old girl wear an adult nappy on camera, and he was like, "Yes." So, I mean, listen, it was it was all fun and games for me. Wow. I didn't. I wasn't the one who had to wear the adult nappy. So, wait, not that wait, she did so... wear the adult nappy. She didn't wear oh. the adult nappy. She didn't that. Oh, thank she God. Clothes, but if she had, it would have been fucking funny. Mm. Oh God. Else, you like. Because I've, I've spoken to a lot of people now during the podcast, and like the vibe is that people didn't like it, and like, <laughs> yeah, like it's 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 weird now to kind of like look back on it because it has been now over two years, so you know, like, yeah, I don't know. I look back on it maybe with a bit more like rose tinted spectacles, and maybe think like, oh, you know, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. It was it couldn't have been that bad, but then maybe it actually was. I don't know. Yeah, there were certain aspects where it was like, this is great, loved it. Other aspects yeah. where fucking could not stand. Like, I left early. Do you know what I mean? Like, so we know how I yeah. feel about it. <laughs> so, oh, I, 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 was, I was thinking about leaving early. I remember. It was... Yeah. Do you know what? I don't even blame you. If you, if you had it done, I'd have been like, good on you. Because, like, I, I, I don't know. I think... I think Obviously, like, we won't go into it because we did last time and then... And then <laughs> but, but, like... Yeah, year twelve, particularly like the first half of two thousand seventeen, was really difficult for me, and um, it, it I don't know it was just like I didn't know if I was in the right place. I didn't know if if I if I just needed a bit of a break. I didn't know if I just needed to kind of like sort myself yeah. out. Um, but like when I when I did eventually kind of like sort what's going on going on inside my head to the best of my ability, it kind of felt a bit more uh, easier. Um, and I think as well, kind of, I felt like in year year twelve, I didn't make as many friends as I did in year thirteen. Like yeah, yeah. So like, I think year thirteen was much better than year twelve. But yeah, I definitely. Yeah. I, I mean, I wasn't there, but <laughs> I'm sure yeah. it was. <laughs> I mean, you, I mean, it was it was great when you were there as well. But like, you know, <laughs> yeah, cheers, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> <You know. laughs> cheers. <laughs> the years you were there, fucking shocking. After that, it was lovely. <laughs> Actually, no, I think. <laughs> I think, you know, like, <laughs> Do you know what? Because... I wouldn't even blame you. That I fucking hated being there. No, but I'm like, it wasn't even like, like, because like the first, the first four months of of school were really fun. Because like you're in a new school, no one bullies you anymore. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, all of a sudden people like you. What the fuck? What? What? That doesn't yeah. happen. Um, and then like all of a sudden that kind of like stops. Yeah. Like, not stops, but the kind of the the fun of that is over. And then, like, you're kind of like, actually, I still feel really shit about the last five years of my life. And then... Lovely. You're kind of... Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then, I know like, you Yeah. And then, like, you kind of spend spend a year dwelling on it, and you get over it, and then you leave. So, <laughs> yeah. you know... You know <laughs> you I definitely there. think um, we... Like, I feel like everyone does. You change a lot when you leave. Like, I... Oh, yeah. And that's with any school. Like, I think you sort of... Obviously, you'd, you'd hope someone would mature after they, you know, finish college or, hmm. or whatever. Yeah. 
um i i definitely think especially in your case you've changed a lot um for the positive yeah um yeah i think we well have... <laughs> well <laughs> i mean like i definitely think that um mentally i'm in a lot stronger position yeah uh, because i think i think now i not only have i left lc for over two years and like everything there is now like you know i was i've now left lc for longer than i was there you know and i'm beginning to approach that point with uh secondary school you know kind of being out of it longer than i was actually in it so like yeah it doesn't feel like it dwells on my mind anymore and like you know i've had hundreds of counseling sessions to kind of come to terms with everything that's happened and like i just i just think you know caring about it or thinking about it isn't really gonna change anything and just like making steps towards my future is kind of what makes me happy at the moment yeah of course i mean i don't really i'll be honest i never really think about l street unless i'm talking to phoenix about it or like we're just having a little reminisce or anything like that but in general i don't i yeah I forget about it. I forget I went. <laughs> it's not something that yeah. crosses my mind off too, you know, all too often. But yeah, you know, it was definitely it was an experience. It was yeah, you know, it was what it was. I definitely I had. I mean, I wasn't friends with you when I first started. Mm. Um, I'm definitely glad. No offense to the people I was friends with before. Um, I'm definitely glad though. I became friends obviously at you, Phoenix, the others. Um, because mm. you know, it was. I don't know. I just. I think I like fit in with you guys better like of course i knew those people from before but yeah. i didn't necessarily click with them how i clicked with you in phoenix so yeah you know it definitely I, I, was an experience yeah i felt i didn't click with people in a group yeah i mean i had yeah. i didn't i mean once i sort of left secondary um i didn't really want to make loads of i mean i remember when i first started secondary i was i mean, as a kid that moved a lot so i was con- as a younger kid i was constantly moving so it was like yeah I just, when i hit secondary school um i didn't want to keep making friends because i knew the struggle of having to make new friends and i just couldn't be bothered yeah um so especially when i went to college i was like you know what fuck that i want to keep my head down do my work mm. you know get my grades and go but obviously that didn't go to plan <laughs> yeah um, but you know we live and we learn yeah and like i i, I think as well just like with um like i i always perform better with people as individuals and that's just a yeah. me thing when there's like loads of people there all of a sudden craig kind of the the hey guys look at me i want to be the center of attention kind of craig comes out and that's the craig oh, I don't, yeah, I don't, it does yeah <laughs> i don't like that craig that craig comes out and then I, and then by the time i realize actually wait i don't like doing this yeah it's too it's too late people already see them like ah yeah like haha that was funny craig not really you know but like i think when i'm when i'm talking to individuals like i am now i'm I'm much more myself and i'm much more like down to earth and i I think i'm sorry carry on i think i'm much more of a likable i hope i'm more of a likable person as as (laughs) oh (laughs) (laughs) no you are yeah i think um it's it's that pressure though when you're in a group of people um it's i i don't know i think especially if you're an introverted person or you're someone who's not necessarily necessarily insecure but you have sort of insecurities about about how Mm. people feel about you um there's that pressure to sort of make everyone like you and to joke around and try and be that funny guy which obviously is so difficult to keep up all the time um Mm. so i definitely think um you know it does it carries a lot of pressure with it so for you to sort of i get that if that makes sense like i get that it's easier to sit 
one-on-one have a chat with someone because yes. it's so much less pressure because you don't have mm. to constantly be funny you don't obviously have to keep trying to impress them like whereas when you're meeting new people or like as a big group you sort of have to try and be your best yeah. self and you don't yeah. necessarily always know what that is i think that's why i always struggle with like parties at school because when i when I, I, w- I very rarely went to a party but like i'd i'd, I'd like to i like to go to like small gatherings you know i yeah. like to go to like like, I can deal with five people, but, like, any more than that, like, oof, can't do it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> pains me. What, you know? what was your um first impression when we met? Because I remember my first impression of you quite vividly. Uh, I just, I can remember you uh, before I met you. So do I, you? I can, Yes, I do. Oh. I remember you sitting at the front. No, I remember it was me, Romario, and Drew sitting at the front of the class. And you were sat to, like, the left of us on your own. I was a bit like... Oh yeah, what class? Because I was I'm. <laughs> Mr. Fun Hans. fact: I was meant to be um the year above, but because oh whatever reason, oh I failed math. <laughs> I was like, why did I have to? Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I failed math. So I was in the year below then because at, at my old school I basically did a year to catch up on my maths, which didn't work out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then I got extra GCSEs as well. Um, yeah. So then when I went to Elstree, I had to be in the year that I was consigned to in my old school so I had was technically yeah. the year below um, yeah. which was really frustrating and made me like not I kind of resented anyone in my year because I was like I don't like you guys because you're all younger than me <laughs> I don't want to be around wow. you wow <laughs> I mean that wasn't my pr- impression of you but like that's like my yeah. mentality I was like I, I don't know it was that that weird like superiority thing like I'm mm. older I don't want to be in this class yeah but I so that was my first impression of you being like oh you know just just quiet girl probably yeah I, speak, I never pro- spoke probably Probably won't speak to her, but you know she seems nice enough. Uh, <laughs> never, never gonna speak to this woman ever again. Definitely not. Uh, and then I remember I it was a Friday because for for a long time I had to come in to. You weren't allowed to like not come in if if you had no lessons. Oh, yeah. So like you you were allowed to leave at lunchtime, but if you had no lessons in the morning or afternoon, like you you, you had to you had to yeah. But like on a Friday I had no lessons. So I was coming into, into school for nothing, right? Lovely. But, yeah, so I, I remember I, I came in, and I think you were there, and Phoenix were there, uh, and they're just talking to you. I, I don't remember that day, but I remember speaking to you for the first time, and, and you know, you, you, you seem nice enough, because obviously we're still friends now, so, you know. Yeah, we've, we've stayed friends, so. Yeah. yeah. No, I remember thinking, when I first met you, <laughs> I thought, I didn't think you were annoying, but you reminded me of my younger cousin. And I was like, instantly like, ugh. Because <laughs> I love my no, younger He's like, real, really close, but you reminded me of him. So I was like, he's going to annoy me like he does. So I was just mm. like, ugh. And then I thought you hated me because when we went to a, a gathering, um, do you remember the one where Phoenix, I put Phoenix's head in a bucket because she had to be carried out? Like, you remember that? Oh, even? oh yeah. I, it was someone's birthday, but I don't remember whose. Um, I feel like I should, but I don't. Um, but yeah, no, do I, no, do And for some reason, you were—I mean, obviously, we we're all drunk. Um, and you had taken your shirt off, and I went like tapped you on the back, and you like flung round and like gave me the dirtiest look, and I was like, um, excuse me, because <laughs> I remember just thinking like, what? Why did you react like that? And I so I um, thought you hated me. Um, but yeah, after that, I think we were fine. We got on quite well after that. I mean, so I mean, I—I like, I, I have never thought any ill will towards you. No, no, no. But like, yeah, like I, 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 I would always say that you know you're you're one of my closest friends, and that I do tell you a lot. So yeah. like, like 
yeah, like I never have thought of you in a bad. I've actually, I've never had. Actually, I don't think I've had an argument with any of my close friends uh, from Elstree. I don't think so. No. I mean, I've never had an argument. Never had an argument with Phoenix, and you guys know. Yeah. From Elstree, mm. so. Yeah, like, like, okay, like I've had an argument with Jamie, but that's only over football. I was like, oh my god, Jamie, and I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like, oh god, um. Me and Luca did a, a, a like a hour and a half episode of a podcast, and forty minutes of it is just us talking about Arsenal. God, I can't think of anything yeah. worse. <laughs> yeah, so like you know, I I, I do apologise to people on the podcast that maybe listen to that and think, yeah, not not for me, but like you know, that's what we want to talk about. So I mean, you know, yeah. you know, for legal reasons, I'm a Tottenham fan, so I can't agree with anything <laughs> you say on it. <laughs> I mean, I probably agree with most of what you say about Tottenham. To be honest with you. Like Arsenal are a worse team than Tottenham at the moment. I mean, do you know what? I don't know anything about football. I mm. cannot tell you how much I hate football. Like, I just cannot stand it. It bores me. I don't understand what's. I mean, I understand what's going on. I know how to play football. It's just boring yeah. to me. I just don't get the excitement. Like, I think rugby's exciting because people get yeah. hit in the face. I think hockey is so exciting because people have punch ups, and I think that's amazing. Oh, that, that's that's why I box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm even boxing. I'm kind of like, eh. it's just nah, hockey. Bo- I feel like if I was to have, if I was to get into a sport, it'd be ice, not hockey, sorry, ice hockey. Ice hockey seems fun. I would like I, I box at the moment because um, it's fun, uh, but I also would maybe do something like fencing. That'd be sick. Get a little sword. Yeah, but I would want like an actual sword. <laughs> I don't want those flimsy little ones. <laughs> like, I well, want like, full stakes. Do you know what I mean? Like if I, if I'm gonna die yeah. in a sword fight, I want an actual sword. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but like, apparently what what you have sometimes is that the so like with with a, a fencing sword, I, I'm probably butchering that. I don't know if anyone who does fencing is listening to this podcast, but you never know. Um, so like you, you got have the a great what's called yeah. fencing demographic. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so there's like um, the fencing sword, right? I probably butchered that. And at the end of the blade, you've got like a little metal bit that's blunt, right? Yeah, and that's where you, that's where you hit people with it, right? You're not supposed to like, swing yeah, it around. You could probably slap someone with that, and it'd be mm. so funny. Oh yeah, <laughs> imagine slapping someone with a fencing sword. Like how amazing! <laughs> Literally, um, for, like yeah, I'm not even. Yeah. Gonna... <laughs> so like, but like apparently that can come off, and then like it becomes a natural blade, and then that's where it gets oh interesting. My God. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I take it off. <laughs> yeah, but then like um like apparently the shirt that you wear with with fencing apparently protects you to some point but there have been cases oh, where people but ha- people have died from fencing because of that very incident oh <laughs> i mean i don't want to yeah. kill anyone but <laughs> i mean i i would say that boxing is more dangerous than fencing because like i mean I, I feel like any sport where there's any violence is going to be somewhat dangerous even like non-violent sports People die, and I'm just yeah. like, Do you know what? This is why I'm not a sporty person. Oh yeah, people have died from people have died from football. People have died like during like falling off treadmills and died. Mm. Like I'm not. I mean, you know, I do do my best to go to the gym, but like mm. fuck that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm like not about to I, die I, I, I exercised. But do you know, do you know what it is? There is there is a thrill when you box, and there is like when you get in the ring and you're staring down someone else. You think, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking just staring up. someone down. Like, yeah, it's great. It's great, but like. Um, it can it can get quite violent. It can get um quite aggressive. I have been very badly hurt uh, during boxing. Yes. Um, really. Yeah. So I think I've had I've been knocked out once. Oh really? Um, That's so funny. What's it like being knocked out? 
it's not fun. Uh, so like, tell me about how we got knocked out. I, I don't think <laughs> I don't know. The, the official ter- the official term is knocked down. So like I wasn't unconscious. I just oh. got a hit so bad that like I I was on the floor. Like yeah, I'm, I'm done. So uh, this this guy punched me in the face uh, on my nose, and it was. We were doing basically we're doing a boxing drill where like we was we both had a foot on a hula hoop, right? You can't you, you can't leave. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shush. Let me explain. We had to have a hula hoop in the in the ring. And we were looking fabulous. Um, no, but like, <laughs> but like basically the whole aim of the game is that you is it's close, close quarters. You can't leave the hula hoop. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So like basically, I throw a punch. And you get, I got sparked in the face. I was just like, yeah, I'm fucking done. I can't do this. And like for like a whole minute, I just couldn't move. Wow. Just like, it was like my head was in my hands. I'm like, oh, this is, I've just done. So I, I would have been, I would have been out in terms of boxing. Yeah. Uh, and then the second time I've injured myself boxing was when I was sparring Mateus, uh, big boy Matt. Uh, oh, Matt, and as in. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> um but um, he's quite a lanky man, he so is. like he's very tall. Hmm, so boxing him is quite difficult because obviously I'm only five foot five foot nine. Um, he's somewhere over six foot. Um, so like he hit me once uh, in the face, and that was quite bad. But but uh, I was but I got injured because I tried to jab him because he's so lanky. He can stand very far away and still hit you, right? So I had to over overextend, right? And yep. all of a sudden, I'm putting so much pressure on my back knee, right? Because that's where all the, your power comes from. I just hear click, and then so I'm, I'm your nose. No, it's my knee. Oh fuck that! No. Yeah, it was my knee. So Wait, did you I, I dislocate or something? No, I oh. we have I have never been told what happened, even though I went to a doctor. Uh, I think it was a sprain. Um. And what happened was, uh, I went to a, so I couldn't I couldn't walk for the, like five minutes, right? Uh, and then all of a sudden I got some feeling back in my knee and I could start walking again. I cycled home for some reason because apparently I thought I could, um, and then uh, I did, uh, and um, went to a doctor two weeks later because when I went to the gym, the boxing gym, they were like, you can't box if you have an injury. Not because they cared about my my you know my well being, they cared more about the insurance. Uh, but but they were like, you can't box unless you know you you're safe to fight. And they said so. I went to uh, a um, GP and they said we don't know what's wrong with it. Like it could be six months to heal, but you can box. So yeah, I only kind of properly yeah. healed when when uh, I fixed my nose. So you know, yeah. mm. I mean, I've never had. I mean, I fell off a horse once, which was interesting. Um, mm. I, I'm not, I mean, listen, if we were rich, I probably would have been like a horse girl. I won't lie to you. Mm. Um, I would never do that just disjustice. But yeah, because we're poor, I never had the chance to be a horse girl. But I did yeah. have a couple of lessons here and there. And Oh yeah, um, so did I. Yeah, my cousins had horses when I was really young and mm. all that fun stuff because they were rich. Um, <laughs> 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 um, the closest thing I got was to sit in on my dad's back while he walked, driving up. Was <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that sounds a bit weird. <laughs> Um, Staying in. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, in the least weird way possible. Um, but yeah, I was in an island. Um, this was like 
couple of years ago, a year or so ago. Um, mm. I was in Ireland. I think, to be fair, I do think I was at Elstree when I went. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at Elstree still. Um, and I remember when we went on this beach, and this horse was huge, and they gave me the horse, and they're like, "Are you sure you're okay to ride it?" And I was like, "Yeah, like I'm a fairly in the least cocky way possible. I'm a fairly experienced rider." Um, so I wasn't uncomfortable with the big horse. I was like, "He's a bit big, but I'm sure I'll be yeah. fine." You know, I'm very short. Um, yeah. So I was like, "That'll nah, be all right." So we went went down to the beach and we were riding, and you get to a point where you start to canter, which is fine. Like I said, yeah, that was fine. But my, I don't know if you know about like the whole what like a set, what, you know the stirrups where your feet are. Yeah. Um, my feet sort of slipped out. One of my foot, like my Ooh. foot slipped out, <laughs> and I tried to like gain my balance. And I know I'm not an idiot. I know if you lean forward on a horse, they go faster. That's just their instinct. They think no. that's what they're so I and I could hear my cousin and my auntie were behind me and the instructor was sort of next to me almost but like a little bit ahead. Um and yeah. my and I was like, Oh I to, I went to say I need to slow down, went to get my my foot back in, my other foot slipped out and I was like, Fuck <laughs> went to like <laughs> steady myself, fucking flew forward, this horse shot off and I thought I've got to fucking roll off, like <laughs> I've got to do yeah. in the most graceful way possible. Rolled off the horse, landed on my back, I think. Um, mm. saw the horse's hooves go over my face and was like, fuck. Um, but that was fine. It didn't hit me. Um, I then couldn't, I winded myself, so I couldn't breathe for a second. But I was fuck. laughing because I find mm. any injuries like hilarious. My cousin was panicking. She was like, Liv, Liv, like, what's happened? Like, she was, my cousin was almost crying. And I was there, yeah. like, trying to laugh, but obviously I couldn't breathe. <laughs> so I was trying to, like, steady myself because I was laughing. And obviously my auntie and my cousin <laughs> was so, like, worried. And this instructor was like, shit, like, <laughs> This girl's just fallen off the horse. It mm. was very funny to me. Um, and I I'm never got it confirmed, but convinced I had a broken rib because it was very very painful to laugh, sneeze, anything. Like could not. Mm. Um, but yeah, pretty sure I broke a rib. But it was fun. It was all fun and games. I Damn. have been on a horse since. Um, <laughs> not that I wouldn't. I just you know like I said I'm poor. So. <laughs> but yeah, that's um, the, that's the closest I've got to a bad injury of, of any kind. I have been in hospital at the top of my head five times. Jesus. James You're is responsible. Hang on, hang on. James <laughs> is responsible for four of them. <laughs> yeah, I think you've told me this before. <laughs> so, James has sent me to hospital. Uh, okay, actually, no, I think I've been to hospital four times and James is responsible for three. Um, but there has there is a time he has nearly killed me. Um, oh, so. When I was very young, James fell on me and I stopped breathing um, <laughs> for a, a solid a solid two minutes. Um, and my mum went to my neighbour's house, knocked on the door, and I started breathing again. But like two minutes, like I could have died. Um, I mean, you James, I mean, not to not to sort of debunk your near death experience, but you would have just passed out and started breathing again. <laughs> but uh, uh, well, well, you know, kid, let me have this. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> um still when you when you're when 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 your baby is dead or like not not breathing, that's pretty fucking scary. No, I uh, agree. I'm, I'm just you know, your mum I I mm. feel for, not you. <laughs> yeah. Um just James has slammed my head into um a like what's it called that like kind of oh, I don't know sideboard, that's it. He slammed my head into a sideboard and broke my face. Um, he has, um, that was it. He sent me to hospital because I think he damaged my eye in some way. 
Uh, he poked me in the eye, something like that. I think he detached my retina, something like that. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, he uh, has uh, broken my nose, uh, which I only got fixed this year. So I spent eleven years of my life going. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like it was, it was fucking awful. Uh, and um, that's the four times he sent me to hospital. Um, the fifth and um only time i've ever gone to hospital on my own accord or like my own doing was when i was 12 years old uh I, you know i'm quite young for my age right so so let's imagine i'm like 10 really in this scenario right but i was actually 12 um so i was um what's it called i was on holiday in italy yeah and uh are you still here yeah, no, I'm just saying. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Because I, I, I was just like looking at like the, the recording is just all blank for like a sort of minute. I'm like, are, are you still here? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> a bit of coffee. Um, so um, I was in Italy, right? And I was like, oh, I'm going to go down the kid's slide because there's a massive slide, right? Yeah. And there's yeah. there's the kid's slide, but the kid pool was warm. So like, I was like, I'm going to go down the kid pool, right? I then jump down the slide hit my head on the back of it i think i might have accidentally knocked myself out um yeah and then i woke up again in the pool about 30 seconds later um and then i was like oh everything's a bit dark now right um and then um i was like mom i hit my head on the slide right and then she was like oh okay well lie down for a bit right and then all of a sudden right and i can say this because i'm italian right all of these Italian children are just staring at me, which is the most Italian thing to do, right? It's not like a, a, no, but a very stare. <laughs> no, but no, but like a very British thing to do is like, oh, I'm not going to go near this this kid. You know, I'm just going to you know mind my own business, right? But like these kids formed a circle. They formed a circle around my bed, just looked at me. I just, I just remember this like fat little Italian Italian could just stare at me right in the eye. Like, what does what does he done? What does he done to his head? Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> um so then all of a sudden i go from i i'm hurt but like i'll probably be fine to um oh so we're calling the ambulance uh don't worry they'll be here in cinque minuti i'm like what why have you called an ambulance and then um i'm in an ambulance all of a sudden and i'm, I'm in hospital in italy which was a fun experience that sounds fun i mean i I don't think I've ever been... Ho- well, I probably have, I just don't remember. I don't remember any vivid hospitalisation. Um, mm. I almost cut my toe off once, that was fun. <laughs> I was, um, yeah, I was in Ireland. Again, bad things seem to happen to me when I go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was in Ireland. My mum took me, and I have many cousins. Um, obviously, we're Irish, we have lots of cousins. So we had, mm. you know, there was at least seven or eight of us and one parent. So, you know, it was, we went down to these rock pools fairly notorious for people getting hurt it's right by the atlantic ocean not the best place to take kids who want to climb on rocks and shit like that (laughs) um everyone on that day got injured (laughs) my mum was just left Um, my mum's a panicker as well so like she's not she's not okay with things like that and i'm well she's good but she panics obviously she's Mm. a mum um but yeah i i basically was trying to get to my sister i think i was seven or eight um I was trying to get to my sister and my cousins because they were on this like little ledge thing. And I sort of jumped and saw this rock that was pointing straight up and it was into like a point. Um, sort of like the shard. Uh... <laughs> um, yeah, and it was sort of long. And I remember like, trying to balance on it. My foot sort of slipped as I jumped and it just sort of sliced through my toe. 
Um, and I started like limping towards my mum. My sister was like, I'm up here. Where are you going? And I was like, I've hurt myself. And she was like, all right, fucking hell. Ooh, <laughs> um, so I've ooh. hobbled. Yeah. Uh, speaking, I uh, know you, you continue, but I'm just remembering the time I also got into Italy. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, hobbled to my mother. She was like, fuck. Like, so Shauna came over. She was like, we'll, we'll take you home. We were, and my foot was like dripping with blood at this point. Um, we would like hobble it and it was a long, like, and it's gravel. It's not even like, it's just dirt road. Um, it's island. There's not many, where we were, there's, there's no like actual official road to get there. Um, so obviously I'm hobbling, this old couple drive past. I mean, don't rec- recommend this kids, never get into a stranger's car. Um, but it's <laughs> island. Everyone knows everyone. Um, oh, and they were, like, you, <laughs> they were like, do you want, they pulled over there, do you need a lift? Like, you look injured. And my sister was like, yeah, like, I'm really sorry. My sister's foot's like bleeding. <laughs> um, so they, I had to like hang my foot out this car door while they like drove oh, slowly oh, tipped back to the house. <laughs> oh, pet, don't get your blood in my interior now. Don't get your blood in my, my, my seats. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't Come know. On. But yeah, so anyway, got home and went to the the doctors. We couldn't go to A&E because it was like a 45-minute drive and I was worried my foot was going to fall mm. off. Um, the local doctor, Dr. Me, he basically was like, no, he's like, yeah, you almost cut your toe off, but you'll be fine. He couldn't do any stitches because he, um, like, the where it was, so he could only do butterfly mm. stitches. So he basically butterfly stitched it um, and then put bandaging on it and, and then carried on with the rest of my holiday. Nice. Nice. Um, I was injured also in the sea, uh, the Mediterranean one, I'd like to add. Oh, bougie. Uh, very nice. Uh, in, so, I was 14 at the time, I believe, uh, and uh, I was in La Spezia, which is a seaside town near the grand, near the granddad, near the town my granddad grew up in. Uh, right. That's what I meant to say, right? And uh, it was very nice. Uh, my uncle was there, uh, my grand-uncle was there uh and uh you know we were sitting on the beach uh we because you have to pay to go on the beaches in italy would you believe it um, yeah because the nice the nice ones have sand the, the bad ones have uh rocks so like it depends which one you want really but we were like oh fuck it we'll just pay for it yeah um there was there seemed to be this very lovely lady that kept following us with her boyfriend she looked very nice uh, she got her boobs out at one point. <laughs> fourteen year old, fourteen year old Craig and and sixteen year old James went to town on that. We were like, yeah, <laughs> we were laughing our heads off. Uh, anyway, I digress. Um, we were. Uh, I I was in the sea, so was James, and it was very hot. And then all of a sudden, I just feel this massive pain in my arm, right? And all of a sudden, I've never. I'd, before this point, I never known what it felt like to be stung by a jellyfish, but now I did <laughs> because I was a hundred percent positive that that's what it was. Um, and I ran out of that sea quicker than anything. Like I, I don't know if you've ever seen me like do a hundred meter sprints, but I'm pretty rapid. Uh, but I, I'm pretty sure I broke my record that day. Uh, <laughs> I just went for it. <laughs> I was, I was running, and then I was I like, was running. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was running. Um, and then I, all of a sudden, right, I got to my parents' beach lounges. They were, what, what the fuck's going on? I was like, I think I've been stung. Like my arm really hurt. Who had to pee on your leg? Who did it? Um, no, no one did. Um, oh. but then. But the funniest part was right was that I had stood still and it's 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 Italy in the middle of the summer the the sand is fucking boiling and all of a sudden my arm is stung and I'm dying and I'm just jumping up and down on the sand because my feet are being burnt at the same time and then all of a sudden it was just like the lifeguard came and was just like 
Uh, you know what you'll need? The antiseptic cream. He just gave me antiseptic cream. It was great. So, like, yeah, that was my experience of being stunned Happy by jellyfish. I mean, I didn't lose my toe, so I suppose that's a happy end. But I do now have a yeah. theory. I hate people touching my feet. It freaks me out. It makes me want to kick them in the head. So. <laughs> so, like, no foot fetishes for you, then? Nope. Fuck that. <laughs> I don't get people that have foot fetishes. I don't get it. I I mean, look, I'm, everyone has their vice. It just rings weird with me. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Each their own. If you enjoy you know, find someone else who enjoys it. It's just it weirds me out. Even now thinking about it, just my feet just feel uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, like my feet are always out. I'm just like, nah, I don't want it. Don't want it. Can't do it. Nah, I'm good with that. Oh, that's been that's been a fun forty-five minute conversation that we just had. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, we'll move on. So uh, we have a topic list up. Uh, and we spoke about some of this last week. Uh, I have written in here, and I've forgotten why, Maisie Motherfucking Williams, in all caps. Yes, uh, because we said that you're a simp, Maisie Williams, because you're obsessed with her. Oh, um, yes, <laughs> yes. Borderline stalker, um, but we won't. No, no, no I, don't, I don't know where she is at the moment, but like... <laughs> At this current moment, <laughs> it was an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> if it was like I don't know, like ten minutes ago, then yeah, I probably wouldn't know where she is. Oh, it's terrible. No, yeah, you are obsessed with her, but it's it's, in, it's endearing. I mean, it's creepy but endearing. <laughs> no, but like I don't like. I just simp for her, you know. Like you we do. all, I, I think we all have that um, person that like. Because when people say that like, I think Maisie Williams is like a 10 out of 10 and like, I want to marry her, right? Everyone, oh, that sounded creepy. Okay. <laughs> I guess you're right. Um, but, but like, <laughs> but like um, I feel like everyone has a person when like, like they really, really fancy and like, everyone else is like, I don't see it. But like, I properly fancy Maisie Williams, like beyond belief. So I like, yeah. Is there anyone that you, that you really like that like, other people can't really see, but like yeah, you, but you know, I mean, beautiful. Phoenix is one of them. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I hope she hears that. <laughs> Same um, here. <laughs> I mean, that's not even a lie at one point in your life, but we won't go there. <laughs> anyway, wait, no, 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 no. Reload that. Reload that. That is not true. <laughs> that is not true. You can't. You cannot deny. At one point, when you first met her, that you did not have some sort of feelings towards her. We've spoken about this. We know you did. No, I did. Oh, bollocks. <laughs> just remember. Oh, no. No. No, I'm only no. joking. Or like, like, oh, you, you utter bastard. Have you, you, you I mean, you're religious. You know the, uh, the, the old quote in the Bible, thou doth protest too much. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm only joking. I'm only joking. Um, but no, yeah, I do. I think... Oscar Isaac, Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, oh, but Jake Gyllenhaal's a beautiful man, I think. He is. So is Oscar Isaac. So is Frank Ocean. So, yeah, I think those are like my top three. I'm mm. sure there's others, but I can't think of them off my head. I mean, I mean, it's just Maisie Williams for me because I'm that faithful. <laughs> well, I'm not, so... <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, it's all hypotheticals. <laughs> mm. No, I mean, Maisie Williams is a lovely gal. Um, She's... Very good actress. I mean, she's great in Game of Thrones. Mm. Um, she's great in a film that no one likes apart from me and me and Daniel. 
is it that? Uh, sh- oh, is it that really irritating one where she's like a homeless girl or something? No. Okay, what one? <laughs> oh, no, hang on, hang on. Is it the one with Isaac Butterfield? I have no idea. Isaac Butterfield is is the one where she has cancer. I I will be honest. I've only ever seen her in Game of Thrones. So <laughs> there's 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 one film on Netflix. I actually have never seen Maisie Williams or something that I don't like. Uh, she was in um I forgot what. No, no, seriously. Well, I've watched it in like four things. Game of Thrones let me down, but like for the most part, it's really good. Oh, um, the ending, you mean? Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. But like, but like, I, I, I sat and watched because I was unemployed last year. So I was like, what could the, what the fuck could I do to fill my time? I was like, do you know what? I'm gonna do it. It's time. Watch all the Game of Thrones, and I did I it. I remember that. Um, and I watched it in 21 days. Um, and I haven't watched it since because it just let me down. Um, but I would say that even though Maisie Williams' this character was really let down, I thought she did a really good job with what she was given. Uh, she was in a film on Netflix with Isaac Butterfield, and I thought it was really good. She, she has cancer in it, and, and like you know, she, like, I think there's like a bucket list in it, or whatever. But like, it's really good. I, I cried. Um, she's also in Mary Shelley, which I got clickbaited in. By the way, you Mary bastards. Shelley, Mary Shelley. Uh, Why do I know that name? Uh, she wrote Frankenstein. Oh, that's not what yes. I thought I thought she was a murder, but carry on. <laughs> well, I mean, depending on where you look at it, Frankenstein <laughs> is arguably, you know, about death. Um, but um, yeah, it it was uh, Mary Shelley, uh, which is the the which is actually like a telling of Mary Shelley's life, you know. And um, yeah. she is like her cousin in it, or like something like that. She has a really sexy Scottish accent, and I'm like. Oh, Oh God! Uh, and then comfortable to hear you say that. I don't know why. <laughs> Shut up. She was like, she was like in it for ten minutes. I, and, and the film was like two hours. And I got really pissed off at it. Uh, and she's also the film that I was talking about is Eye Boy on Netflix, which is a Netflix original film. I What's really like it. I like it. People don't. I like it. And I remember Daniel put on his story like, oh yeah. People don't like iBoy, but I really do. I was just like, my fucking guy. Like, I, I, I really like it. It's great. Um, I mean, I've never seen it. I like I said, I haven't. I don't think I've seen anything except Game of Thrones with Maisie Williams in. Um, but mm. I, I thought she was great as Arya Stark. You know, yeah. I read the book, books. Uh, some of the book anyway. Um, <laughs> and she lived up to like what I thought she would look like and everything. So yeah, no, yeah. no good actress. I just haven't seen anything she's in, so I, I don't really have much to comment on it, to be honest. I I would uh, definitely recommend watching those three films. Uh, <laughs> no, please, please do it for my babes. You know, oh, I I don't think she I don't think she's she's such an amazing person. I mean, you know, like yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's I've never met her, so <laughs> again, <laughs> no commentary. <laughs> amazing for listening. I I, 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 can, know, I, can, I know you've met her. I can... points, but. <laughs> Have I? No, I'm. I was just making a joke of like you're a you stalker, but <laughs> don't worry, it went over your head. This is the second time today that I've been told that a joke has gone over my head. It's really annoyed me because <laughs> I'm because some some made joke some made joke on Twitter and then I replied to it saying like something or other and they were like, bro, it was a joke. You didn't get it. I was oh, just like, oh, because no. so, like, on Twitter it's worse. So then people like it and laugh at you. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like I I I I always hate it when it happens on Twitter. Because I'm like, oh fuck. So like, the guy replied to me and said, "I am this close to blocking you." I was just like, "What? Like, are you that? Are you that annoyed that I didn't get your joke?" <laughs> um, so I sent him a picture of Kanye West. That was that was great. 
I, uh, there's a, hang on, I, I will send you the picture now. Uh, it's a picture of Kanye West of his kid, and it's really funny. Uh, hang on, where is it? I, I sent it to this 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 kid who bullied me on Twitter, and then he blocked me. So, <laughs> where is Mr. Ye? We love Wake up. Kanye. I yeah. love Kanye. You've seen the type that would. I I've <laughs> said that to him, but <laughs> he brought me. Um, I wow. I have really gotten to Kanye West um, in the last year or so. I'd say, as you know, the last six months. Yeah, I mean, I used to be like I like I was like one of his biggest fans. I mean, that's a bit of an uh, overstatement, but I did very much enjoy his music when I was younger, like when I was sort of sixteen, seventeen. I've sort of mm. gone off on that. He's a bit of a knob, but I think he's. A, I I enjoy that he knows he's a dickhead, and mm. he's quite like, but he's fine with it. I enjoy that about him. I um, think like he's got to that. He's got to a point as an artist where I'd want to be, which is that like, I can now do whatever I want. You know, like um, no, 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 no. As an as an artist, not as a person. Like, that, like if you're if you're an arsehole, you're an arsehole, and I, I completely agree. Yeah, with it that, sounded but, a bit a bit Jeffrey. But like, I'm yeah. right, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> no, but like. As, like in whatever like if you have an idea or a project that you're not kind of restricted by anything yeah that's definitely you can um, do whatever you want that's yeah. what i really like about yay um Glad you but like but like if 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 you want to talk about kanye west i i, I can talk about kanye west for hours but like i don't think we've ever had this conversation so let's let's do it let's do it uh, i can't say i'm the biggest fan of kanye anymore but like okay so like what was your okay favorite song favorite song by kanye mm. um oh my god what one was it i wait let me go through my phone because i feel like it's oh, i remember the video it was like uh, uh ballerinas run away run away run away run away that's uh, it love that one um that's a bound banger two is really good. i feel like bound two no one really likes it. it's a fucking bop like it's such a good song um mm. what else um yeah that's it really They're, those are my two top favorite um so yeah I don't. Other than that, I don't really listen to him anymore. But okay, you know, a Kanye song. I, I love a bit of Kanye, so I'm not gonna, you know, turn it away. I just don't really listen to him anymore. Kanye yeah. West could, can fit like any mood for me. He can like if I'm like, you know, if I want like something really upbeat when I go to work, I'll probably go for like Good Morning, Dark Fantasy, that kind of vibe. Uh, if I want to feel sad, Real Friends is great. Uh, if I if I wanna, <laughs> just thinking like like you must have heard um, Black Skinhead. Oh, that's such a good song. Yeah, so yeah like the, no, there's a few that I fucking will always love. Yeah, but like as, it's as always whole. it's always great listening to that on the bus and <laughs> to your nine to five, just like for my theme song. You just like you just sat there just vibing to it. it yeah, just... it probably like pumps you up for the day, and then you get mm, to yeah. the or whatever, and you're like, oh. <laughs> It's like shit. <laughs> clean the toilet, Craig. Come on, off you go. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, One of the clients is shat all over the bathroom. Go on, Craig. <laughs> that is me. To be fair, that is my job sometimes. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh. I was so oh, gonna like, that. Um, oh, like, do you know what? I was, I, I was, I feel like. I'm not at that stage of Ed Sheeran yet, but I might be getting there. What, where you don't like Ed Sheeran anymore? I say that I don't like Ed Sheeran anymore. I do. Yeah. It's it's just that I you was... Ne- I've, much. 
I've never been disappointed by his one of his albums before, apart yeah. from the last one. The last one really disappointed me. I'll be yeah, as I say, I'll be honest. The, his recent stuff, I'm not fan. Like I feel like, um, what's the one he did with Stormzy and H and someone else? Oh, uh, take me, to, take me to London. Take that yeah, to London. that would have been really good if it was someone else. Like it, like the actual like the rap part is like amazing. Like love the Stormzy part and mm. and H's part, but like his part, it just felt really out of place. Like yeah, I feel like he's just trying to like. Look, he'll always be a talented like songwriter, and you know you can't take that away from him. But um, I think he sort of outlived his like. I feel like that sort of lyrical like sad music was really big a few yeah. years, ago, and now it's sort of dying out. Not dying out, mm. like, like they, you know, there'll always be those songs that everyone loves. But I, I don't know. I feel yeah. like his actual like musical performance is kind of overrated. Um, yeah, but he, like not his his ability, like his songwriting and everything's amazing. It just don't yeah, think his like singing necessarily is up to par with that as well mm. i recently i say recently back in march <clears throat> it was just after lockdown listened to every single ed sheeran song ever made Fucking uh, and it was about well i say ever, ever made i i said like all the all the stuff that he's released on an album but like singles and stuff like that didn't bother you know there's like yeah. i don't want to listen to, to like 50 remixes of don't for christ's sake you know <laughs> yeah um but like i listened to all all his songs there's about 130 of them, and I must say that a lot of his more recent stuff is really, like, Medium. a lot of his, uh, mm, a lot of his early stuff is quite bad. <clears throat> a lot of I, his... I prefer like you know like his first two albums are my favorite, and then after that I just sort of lost interest. Uh, are we talking about like Multiply and Plus? Are we talking about like even before that? No, yeah, just those two. I don't know before. Oh no, that. like I I've listened to before that and like. The first couple of albums is kind of some of the hit the the songs in there are hit or miss, um, yeah. And then you get to like number five collaborations project, which is with like him with like Wiley, JME, you know, um, Chip. Like they're all great, mm. you know. Multiply and, and plus are great. Multiply is my favorite album he's ever done. Divide, yeah. again, some of them are a bit hit or miss. Like, I will not listen to Barcelona every day of my life. I can't do it. I can't remember um, that. I feel like, oh, no, I like that song. No, I don't. No, I, like, no, I don't. Yeah, no. no, I don't. I lied. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking there are some, But actually, on the album, he did my three favourite songs he's ever done. So it kind of re- redeems it. Yeah. So, um, but then he did number six. I was just like, this is the first Ed Sheeran album that he's ever released that I'm disappointed in. But like I well, think that must have suck <laughs> as a fan. Mm. I can't relate. Frank Ocean is my favorite, mm. and he has mm. never disappointed. Oh yeah, like Kanye West has disappointed me as well, which is kind of what I'm into more nowadays. But like Ed Sheeran when he released Number Six, I was like, I I try to keep in mind it's a project, not an album, because like yeah. every single song is is different. But as an album, as as what it came as, it's shit. It's all over the place. There are just so many different genres and and vibes to it that it's all over the place and Ed Sheeran doesn't fit all of it yeah so and what annoys me is that I I was at his last um concert in in uh, Ipswich of last year Ipswich of last year August last year in Ipswich uh (laughs) and um you can tell I've had a couple drinks uh and um, (laughs) and he just said you know, I think I'm not going to go with the loop pedal anymore. I think I'm going to have bring bring a band, you know, and start doing more of that kind of stuff. It's like, please don't. Like, yeah, 
I feel like the further away he's he's going from like what made him great, the worse he's getting. It's just like, you know. Yeah, like I feel like what makes him great is like his is his songs, like and him playing his guitar, mm. like him like sitting playing guitar, singing a song is like is like I'm I remember when um he played, um, wow, what fucking hell? What's what's the song? It's such a big song. Um, you know the one with the, the druggy girl in the in the park, <laughs> that one. Oh, eighteen. That's it. Fucking hell. He played that and I literally like sobbed. Like it was like, I'm not an emotional person. You know that. But I remember watching it and just like sobbing. Um, but then when he does like, don't really, don't is a good song, but like, it's just a mm. bit, I don't know. Like the, the fir- like you said, the further he gets, the less he, like he, the more he comes away from what he was, is really good at. Um, mm. But you know. Um, yeah. Like, like, Save Myself, which is a song that I don't think many people have actually heard. Like, maybe they heard it if they listened to the album all the way through, and then they were like, oh, that's a good song, and they just left it. it Save is Myself is, is my favourite song ever made, uh, and I cried when I listened to it. Yeah, his um, deep songs are, like, the best songs. Hmm. Yeah. But, like, but it's all, like, upbeat, and it's all, like, you know, oh, you know, like, I'm trying to think what's really... Like, I like Beautiful People... Um, which is like a new one, but like again, it's kind of like it's. I don't care when that came out. It was good, and then like, but like, it's definitely like a song of its time. Yeah, like it's just it, you can tell Ed Sheeran is now making songs for the money. Yeah, which is kind of sad. Hmm. Or maybe uh, he's actually having fun with it and like <laughs> completely misery. Yeah, but like, I but know, like, I just don't enjoy <clears throat> it anymore. Yeah, I don't enjoy it anymore. Like, I do, I do enjoy some of his songs, but I don't enjoy all of them. So, yeah. which is a shame, you know. Sad times. I do miss him. <laughs> I do miss him. What do you want to talk about now, then? I don't mind. Talk about anything. Mm. Well, wait, let me get the list up, because I don't actually remember what was on the list. So, we've Just got... Like, we've gone through how yeah, we know each other. Uh, I think we've touched on Elm Street enough. So much where yeah, we talked yeah. about it, but not enough for, for certain people to be like, what, did, what the fuck did you say about me? So, I think that's all right. We <laughs> talked about Maisie yeah. Williams... Uh, yeah. we haven't spoken about what you've done since you've left Elstree. Oh yeah, let's talk about that. I've done so much. Obviously, we've spoken about like what we've done during Elstree and stuff like that. But like, I actually don't think I've ever asked you what you've done since. Yeah, rude. Um, <laughs> I've done lots. <laughs> I mean, I when I first left Elstree, so much has happened. Um, Ooh. I have gone from job to job. Mm-hmm. Um. I changed jobs several times. So I, when I first left, I did. I worked at, at an estate agents, which was very interesting. Um, the girls that I worked with were so lovely. One of the estate, like, because it was like a, um, there was it was a small estate agent, so it was, and it, they dealt with mostly students because they were right by Middle School Uni. So I worked there. The girls that I worked with and, and the estate agents were like loved it. It was one. It was a great job. Wouldn't have kept it. I hated the job, but I, I enjoyed my time working there. It was really fun. Okay. Yeah. Um, shit pay because it was an apprenticeship um, <laughs> so I was like fuck that I mean, um, I yeah so I was like fuck that I'm not doing that anymore so I um, was like yeah so then where, where did I go from there I went from that to H&M I think, I think yeah I think okay. it was H&M um, H&M fucking hated H&M there were a couple of girls who I adored we like got on so well um, but I fucking hated H&M like my, I hated my my um, 
I don't even care. If, like, I do not care if they won't hear this, but if they do, I give a fuck. I hated them. Um, the managers, they were just such. Oh, there was two managers. I can't remember their name. I remember the guy. His name was Gustavo, and I cannot remember the name of the um the girl. But they were such assholes. Like they fully like would bully me and this one girl. <laughs> we were just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like it was just shit. So we were just like, do you know what? Fuck yeah. this. Um, I left, and then she left shortly after, and then I went to. I don't remember. I don't. But I ended up at the works. Oh my god, I went to Sports Direct. Right. Oh my god, one of my favorite jobs. Oh okay. my god, you went to Sports Direct. <laughs> yeah, it was a rough time in my life. Um, that was just before I got Mayfall. I started at um, um, Sports Direct, and I thought I'd hate it. Right. I thought I'd absolutely fucking hate working at Sports Direct because everyone said it was really bad, but I loved it. I loved. I hated the job. Like I hate retail. Like retail is one of the worst jobs to be in. Yeah. People are assholes. People are so entitled when they go into stuff. And like the amount of times I just want to see you fucking asshole. Like to a customer, you can't say anything. But anyway, mm. yeah. So but I loved working. Like the people I worked with were great. Um, my supervisor and my manager, like one of my favorite people. Um, mm. they, they were just great. Like I loved it. And then um, just after, because I lost my job there, because um, there was like basically there was I was still on probation. Um, and they, there was an issue with the tills and because, um, it hadn't been brought up sooner to the, like to the higher up, whoever the higher up are, um, mm. they basically, well, you need to get rid of everyone who isn't on a contract because it's only, you know, flared up in this amount mm. of time. So it's their fault. They basically, my manager spent like the first day, like the first half of the day of my shift trying to basically say, plead with HR, like, can we not get rid of her? Like she, we know it's not her. Like they, I think they knew who it was, but they couldn't prove it. Um, mm. I don't know who it was. I, well, I have an idea, but I'm not going to drop a minute. Mm. Um, because money obviously went missing from the tills. Um, and he said, he was like, I know it. He's like, I know it's not her. And there was another girl as well. They were trying to like fight for, cause they were like, they just knew it wasn't us, but obviously mm. not much you can do about it. Um, so I lost my job there. That was devastating. Um, I remember being so upset, like, I phoned my mum, yeah. and I, like, cried, like, because, li- listen, I'm, I wasn't gonna do it forever, but I really, like, enjoyed it, and, like, I was just, like, I yeah. so upset. like, my supervisor cried, like, and I was, like, oh, my God, um, but, yeah, and then I remember leaving, and then shortly after that, my dad had, had the heart attack, which mm. was all fun and games, um, mm. pretty shit, um, but, yeah, so, so, he had a heart attack, uh, mm. but obviously made it through it, um, is back and better than ever, um, yeah. and now I work oh then I worked at the works yeah that I would never fucking recommend I hated my uh manager the other mm. su- uh the other the assistant manager I was indifferent with um I know they had some issues um the girls I worked the girls I worked with who were because I was a supervisor um yeah. girls who were the sell the like sales assistants were lovely like they were amazing <laughs> it was the management that was shit um yeah but yeah, the girls I worked with lovely. I'm still friends with one of the girls, Hanny, like we're really good. And and oh. Ellen. Not that like I said, not that I can hear it, but like <laughs> but still really good friends with them. And then now I'm at the job I am at now. Mm-hmm. Um, which is my well, my best job so far in the sense of like money, hours, mm. everything. It's just so much yeah. better. Um, so I work in a call centre now, which is really fun. <laughs> um but yeah, no, it's 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 really fun. A lot's happened, but I'm glad I, I think it had to happen. For me to yeah. get experience and all that fun stuff, but yeah, no, I love the the job I'm at now. Mm. Um, it's got loads of perks. Like we have like two Christmas parties. Um, Damn. we got sent because obviously we're all working from home at the minute. We got sent a hamper. Um, this week, last week, yeah, just basically saying thank you with like a bunch of chocolate and stuff in it. 
yeah so it's, it's, yeah it's lovely i love it i love working there love mm. love it how's it been I'm... for you oh <laughs> oh <laughs> well actually what came to my mind we said the works i'd love to work in somewhere like uh waterstones i thought that'd be a very chill oh, i always wanted to work there yeah because like how many people will buy a book there in, in a day maybe like what 50 people like yeah like how chill would that be you know i think that'd be quite a chill job um yeah, definitely. yeah. um so we'll start where we left off so obviously you left elstree uh obviously i continue there for another six months or so uh, and then I have like a break between June and September, uh, and then get a job at the BBC. <clears throat> and well, yeah, uh, yes, um, I it, that. it was it was weird. I I I don't know whether I enjoyed it or not because I think like since doing other jobs since I realised how good I had it. Yeah, when I was there, I was like, I don't like this job. I think also uh, when you started, you're like the with anyone who starts at like places like the BBC, ITV, you're like the runt. So like you have to do the shitty jobs, yeah. which makes mm. it harder to enjoy it. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I did, I did. You know, my manager was okay. You know, um, and the guy I worked with, Georgia, who I don't really speak to much anymore. Uh, she was lovely, and she actually made it really, really good to be there. She went to our school, so it was it was really good to be with her and but like yeah yeah but like she she was a really lovely girl and like you know it was really nice to kind of you know spend three four months with her at, at the bbc because like i think when you're first starting out you're really confused it's good to have a familiar face and even though we didn't speak at Elm street like it was really nice to have, kind of have her there yeah, and be like, know that like person yeah well. and also like she would pull me up on stuff that i didn't do right but it was really good because i like, if if she didn't do it, then my manager would do it, and then like I'd be fucked. So like she really kept an eye out for me. Uh, if you are yeah. listening, Georgia, big up. Um, I then had my contract expire, um, and I went to work for uh, Alden Country Park, uh, which I thought would be very nice. So I worked as an elf originally. Uh, oh yeah, that's how, that's how I made my first bit of money ever. Uh, and then uh, I spoke to the manager there and I said, hey, you know, I'm leaving the BBC at the end of this week. If you have anything, let me know. And I'd heard bad things about this guy beforehand. Um, and um, but I was like, you know what? I haven't had anything bad of him. I'll take him as he comes. You know, like, yeah. yeah, like you know, if he's bad, he's bad. If he's good, he's good. You know, but I, at that time, I didn't think he was bad. So then he texted me on the way to the, on I was on my way to work at the BBC. He texted me a couple days and then it was like, um, no, he changed my days in, in, in my like app or whatever for like kind of the rotor. Right. And it was like four or five days between Christmas and new year. And like kind of that period, I was like, I mean, it's still pretty shitty, but like, yeah, I'll do it. Any, I'll do it anyway. Um, and then he rings me up and says, hey, Craig, are these days okay? And I said, yeah, they're fine, you know. Then gives me every single day between Christmas, New Year, and a week afterwards. I was like, okay, so just expecting me not to see my family. Yeah. Um, like, I I get, like, if, like, you know, like, it's Christmas. But, like, do you not have any other staff? Like, it's a bit pretty yeah. fucking peak, you know. And then he was just like... Oh, but I gave you Sundays off because you wanted to go to church. 
was just like, <laughs> I was like, I was that is rude. It's just like, I'm, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to have a great day off going to church. I go to church because I'm religious. I don't go because I want to have a day off work, you know? Yeah. So like, he, when he used that against me, I was really pissed off. And then like, yeah, I was like, I, I am so. I allowed like one day to go see my family? He was like, no. I was like, okay. So when I sent him an email, I was like, yeah, I'm done. So like, I don't. Blame I left. You yeah, I left on the 24th of December. Uh, very lovely day to end. Uh, and then I didn't have a job again until officially the 21st of October 2019. Nearly 10 months later. So, well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I was officially employed by the NHS, but um, what was that with? Uh, that was with West Hearts College. Uh, I was going to be a theatre support worker. Ooh. Um, but the problem that I had with it, I didn't even didn't even officially start. Uh, um, was that two things? Was that my aunt, who's a nurse, gave me all the answers for the interview. Uh, my mum told me. My mum basically gave me uh, uh, my CV a good going through and whatever, and she made sure it was up to scratch. Uh, a guy from boxing who told me about the job also said it was on my CV and made sure it was was good and stuff like that, and told me what they were looking for. So when I got the job, I felt I hadn't done anything to deserve that job. Right, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, because not only did I not even write my CV, but like I was told... The, like, if you're told the answers to, to a test and you pass it, have you really passed the test? <laughs> yeah. You know? So, and then I was like, oh, great, when do I start? And they were like, okay, three months' time. I was like, right. And like, bearing in mind, my mental health is not great at this point. You yeah. know? So, not only is this fact that I haven't really got the job playing on my mind, but it's playing on my mind for three months, you know? Mm. And it's it's brewing and it's 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 there. So when I get to the NHS and I'm in a room for the people who I know and sound much more qualified than I am, they know what wars they're working in, they know what they're doing. I they were like, Oh, what ward are you working in? I was like, uh, I don't I don't know. Like I was there to do a job. I wasn't there to, to kind of be good at it or like to, to kind of really seek it as a profession. So I ended up leaving by lunchtime and handed in my CV the next day. Oh, really? Um, and like that was probably one of the worst days of my life because to come home to my parents and explain to them what happened was was difficult yeah. to say the least. It's but always I shit when you have to go back and be like, look, I've because <laughs> you haven't failed, but you know, mm. it's it's difficult to turn around to your parents, especially because I feel like yeah. I don't know about you, but my my parents were very much like, you need to get a job, you need to be like on top of your finances, all that fun stuff. Yeah. Like, they were very supportive, don't get me wrong, like when I didn't have a job and everything like that. But obviously they I knew that um, yeah. that I wasn't at work. Yeah. Um I would say that even though I consider last year somewhat of a failure in terms of the bigger picture. Yeah. Um like I didn't have a job for nine months, you know, I was very depressed for most of it. I felt like I needed that year to grow up. Oh yeah, definitely. Because like now I know how important it is to be in a good financial situation it doesn't mean being rich or whatever or lots of money it just means being sensible with it and yeah. also also i think i now realize not how fortunate i am to have a job but like just knowing that like i'm a, I'm a step away from poverty you know because like if i don't if i don't have a job then like i'm fucked you know so that's really helped um but like even so like i ended up finding a job at the end of last year 
Yeah. Uh, I got into RADA for the youth company, which is always good. Uh, so yeah, it wasn't all bad, but like for the first nine months, I was like, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. It's daunting, especially I feel like when you don't necessarily know what you want to do, it can be really daunting to sort of go out and find a job and try and, in, especially mm. like I said, when you don't know what you want to do and you have to do a job yeah. regardless, and then you're doing a job that you're miserable at, it really like fucks you over because you hate your job, especially if it's like a retail job or something like that. It's never yes. good pay. It's, do you know what I mean? It's just shit. Like you get people, you know, moaning at you all day because, you know, something wasn't right you know even if it's not your fault and you know you mm-hmm. have to then be like oh go in every day shit pay shit hours yeah. you don't enjoy your job and you still have to do it regardless yes. it's, it's difficult it's taxing on your mental health and i don't blame mm. you for feeling like that because i've been there like you know when like i said when i worked at h&m i fucking hated it like i could not think of anything worse than going into work and i just would dread dread going to work like now i wake up and i'm like yes like get ready go to the gym in the morning yeah. go to work like i like i've got into such a better routine um yeah. i know i've been there where you are where it's like you have to like regardless do a job that you don't like and yeah you don't have any other option you do but obviously at that minute you don't have the option to just get up and go and leave your job mm. you for money um yeah it's it's it's, frust- it's a frustrating place to be at yeah i also think what what makes me really feel quite bad is is knowing is knowing the job that i want to do knowing the step that i have to take next in order to do it yeah but pretty much just and i consider myself doing that at this point biding my time until the right moment to do so because i know i want to be an actor i know the next step is drama school i just gotta wait till someone says yeah we'll take you on yeah and, yeah, I mean, you know, it's definitely worth maybe, like, there's there's other also avenues where you can get, like, acting classes or just, like, yeah. going to, like, speak to actors, like, you know, like, DMing them on, like, yeah. web, like, do you have any advice for a young actor, blah, blah, mm. not, like, big, big actors, because they probably won't get back to you, but, like, you oh, know, yeah. like, theatre actors, people who, you it's know, been, who, yeah, it's sorry, been really, yeah, it's been really great to meet people, uh, like, people at RADA, like, the third year students, yeah. just say, like, you're in the shoes I want to be in in, like, four or five years' time, what do I do? Or, yeah. like, going to like these shows and hanging around afterwards and meeting the cast be like that was a really good performance like what did you, you know how did you prepare for a role like what did you do to get to drama school so yeah. like it's been really insightful to meet those people yeah yeah no i know what you mean when you meet people who you know who are on your level who mm. are, are where you want to be it's it's nice to be able to like speak to them and, and actually get advice because yeah. i feel like mm. also a lot of people i especially um like our parents generation so the sort of you know 40 plus um they're very in their minds well you know you just get on with it get on with it yeah. like is what it is that they instead of giving advice they just want you to get on with it and and not mm. and just go um whereas i feel like people who are maybe you know two three you know years older than us maybe a bit more they're a lot more understanding and genuinely yeah. want to help whereas like, like i said the older generation you know i know they were raised differently and, and all that and i don't yeah. agree with it but you know their their <laughs> mentality is you know get a job go like my you know my parents as much as they love me and support me their mentality was like you need to get a job you've left college get mm. a job it wasn't okay how can we support you it was like how can you support yourself <laughs> mm. go and do that um which is like like i said it's nice to have those people who can just be like you know it, it's tough like you know this this and this can really help you know and it's nice to see people who who are doing you know well in in that scenario because like, yeah. oh, well, actually i can do it yeah you know um i'd also say that when it, I always hate when my parents say, "Oh, well, at your age, you know, oh, 
when I was your age. age. Because, like, do they not realise the game is different? <laughs> Literally. Like, it's like, frustrating. Mm, like, my mum's like, oh, yeah, well, like, you know, I was married at your age. Or, like, oh, I had a flat at your age. And I won't go into it, but, like, that was 26 yeah. years ago. You know, it's <laughs> a different quarter of a century, different ball game right now. You know, yeah. I mean, my so, nan, like my nan says this stuff like that because she started work when she was fifteen in London. Oh yeah, my nan um, was the same. Yeah. And she always bring up, you know, well, I was working out working when I was fifteen. I was like, yeah, mate, <laughs> mate, Margaret, sorry, wrong, wrong nan. I was like, yeah, I get it, Margaret, but fucking, <laughs> I can't legally work at fifteen in London. <laughs> so what do you want me to do? Yeah, my my nan actually always gives the best advice. Actually, I've I found. Um, because, uh, I remember when I was, um, last year at the NHS, I came straight home. Yeah. And I spoke to my mum and dad and they made the situation, they didn't make it worse, but like, they didn't help. Yeah, they didn't necessarily understand. Mm. And like, I, I, I get why they were angry. Of course they have every right to be angry. Like, I I just left a job, a good job, quite good money, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah. Uh, and like, they were like, what the fuck have you done? And like, that kind of made me feel even worse yeah. so that I, I was I was always going to quit that job anyway, you know, but then I remember my first day at my current job, I really struggled. And then I, I, I ended up going to my nan's the next day. Like, I think I was meant to go to college, but I didn't go. Um, mm. I then ended up going to see my nan. And I just remember, I was just like, I just spoke to her about it. And like, I left in the same kind of mood that I didn't want to go back to work tomorrow, but I knew yeah. I had to. And that really helped, rather than being like, oh, shit, you know, I'm going to quit tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, yeah. I, I don't really have a choice, but, you know, it's the right thing to do tomorrow to go back to work and, and, and keep going yeah, with course. it. And it, it helped, yeah. I'm, I'm still there now, and I, and I relatively enjoy my job, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think sometimes it is good to just push through it. I mean, mm. I remember one time <laughs> um, I, was, I had a job interview in Angel um, in London, and it was for a marketing company. Um, mm. And I've spoken to them on the phone, seemed like a really great opportunity, good, again, great pay, thought, nice, I'll be working in central London, you know, well, not central, but, you know, close enough, um, yeah. sort of like, it'd be great, you know, so it's, it's, you know, one tube straight in, not an issue for me, um, <laughs> I remember getting lost on the way there, because um, <laughs> I, I know Angel, but I don't know it well, like, I yeah. I know Archway better, and it's not far from Archway, so it was... Mm. I could basically I just couldn't figure out where the fuck this interview was supposed to be, and I remember going home because I tried and I tried and I missed the call that they because I tried to call them and they tried to call back and I missed it, and then when I tried to call back again they didn't answer and I was like fuck like, <laughs> and I literally yeah. I, I got on the bus I remember driving past this is when Phoenix lived in Archway I remember driving past Archway like do I get off and speak to Phoenix I was like no I want to go home and I remember like sobbing on the bus like I can't do anything right and I got home. Yeah. And my mum saw me and I just like, she, you know, when your parents just like, sometimes they just like, they look at you and you just like, you're like, I can't, like you just get well up. And I was like, yeah. I, just, so I was like, I've had such a shit day. And they were like, oh my God, <laughs> like what's yeah. wrong with you? And I just remember being so like downtrodden, like, cause I missed this interview, but I think it was also a good thing. Cause I would have hated working in marketing. Um, yeah. But I, I missed the shitty stuff mm. to, to get to the good stuff. I missed an interview. Um, at uh, what? Not Watford. Uh, Warner Brothers studio tour. Oh no! Yeah. So the interview started at one. I read half past one. Oh and no! The thing is, right? It's a group interview. 
because like I I was going for like a speaking role. Like you know when you, I don't know if you've ever been to the studio tours, but like there's a, there's a thing at the beginning where like, oh here this is this is the, the great doors or whatever, and you open the door. This is the great hall, blah blah blah. And like I thought like yeah, yeah I, could, I could do that. Um, but like when it's a group interview, you can't turn up half an hour late. How fucking bad is that? Yeah, mean? no, you can't. <laughs> so I just like ah, so I just turned around and walked back home again <laughs> so like I, I, yeah i did i remember mm. I, I turned up well it wasn't late i turned up early um <laughs> i turned up three days too early <laughs> to an interview i thought it for some reason i thought it was a thursday it was actually a tuesday or something like that i mean that's not that's really, cute. But, yeah so I, I went into this is when i went to before i worked at h&m it was my interview for h&m mm. and i walked in i was like i've got an interview and the sort of the cashier like looked at me like oh okay um we didn't know there was an interview today i was like oh <laughs> awkward um went in went up to the um to see this like the managers and they went looked yeah. at me like um and your name's olivia and i was like yeah they like, went to think they're like you know your um interview's not till next week and i was like right i'm gonna go <laughs> and, like, but they, yeah, it worked out in my favor because i still got the job but like fucking hell it was embarrassing i'm that keen yeah i want to be all weekend stay here for three days <laughs> but yeah uh. it was, honestly just embarrassing but i do think it's good like i think as much as like the interview process can be daunting and embarrassing it's definitely good practice mm. for like future you know mm. you know because i i nailed the interview like for the job i have now i like nailed that interview like i was so like prepared for that interview mm-hmm. i was like fuck yes i've got this and i've got the fucking job <laughs> um well, well done you. honestly like i was so i mean i was to be fair like my sister does work there as well but they yeah. didn't have a they didn't have a favor because they got two of these supervisors who I'd never met because I've met one of the other supervisors mm. and they said and she's like, the manager said they like you can't super you can't do the interview Roxy because it's my supervisor she's like because mm. you will favor her <laughs> and, they, and she was like fair enough so they had these two supervisors well the supervisor and the manager who didn't know me um they did the interview and it just, it went well and I really you know I enjoy yeah. it it's one of my like definitely one of my favorite jobs so far yeah and like the great pay great hours I can't I can't ask for any anything more with it yeah. I um I I I feel like I've always prepared for my life being like full of like auditions and stuff like that because I'm really good at audition technique. Yeah. But, like I'm I'm terrible when it comes to interviews. I feel like. So like. Right. So, yeah. Like I've been I've been really getting into my like musicals recently, and I'm thinking just like I want to go back and audition for stuff. I want I want to be acting now. That's what I really want to be doing. You a singer though. I've never heard you sing. I would sing a little, so, I, sing a little no. show tune for me. What? <laughs> sing a little show tune for me. Oh god, okay. This I'm only go. joking. I'm only joking. You don't have to. I would never embarrass you that much. It's my chance. <laughs> um, I am what I am. <laughs> do you hear the beat? No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, I told you. It's hard to Fucking bang it out. Um, <laughs> but like, um. I'm like I, I've been to like Les Mis, and like I have you heard? Um, you oh you must have heard when I grow up from Matilda. Uh, what? <laughs> when I grow up. From Matilda. Yeah. I mean, I've only ever seen the movie. When I grow up, when I grow up, <laughs> you must have heard that song. I, I honestly could not tell you. I don't remember it. But... Passing, I've sung that on my podcast. Right, hundreds of people are gonna hear me now sing very badly, laughing, <laughs> and they're gonna clip it all because you can't remember a bloody. Song. Oh, I'm gonna send it. I to mean, you. it was beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Well, well, I, I was like, yeah, thank you. So I was just like, when I listened to that song, I was like, fuck, I want to be Matilda. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I think because I remember looking when I was younger, and like I I started acting when I was like twelve. 
So the upper age limit is about 13. So I was, <laughs> I was like... It'll be 12 for it. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I kind of missed being a child actor, but I feel like I'd love to... I'd love to I'd love to do like child act, child acting and stuff like that. That'd be great. You know how fun would it be me being Matilda on the West End stage? Oh, I mean I'll go see you, but mostly because I'm your friend and want to support you. But yeah, I think all of my friends would probably. I've sent you the song. Uh, oh, yeah, most of most most of my friends would be like, yeah, we'll go see Craig Beam. Okay, you heard it here first. I give me ten years, I'll be Matilda, hundred percent. Are you gonna be Matilda though? <laughs> I am years. gonna be Matilda. I will. I will make and license my own <laughs> my own production, and I will. I I will get a whole cast just so I can be Matilda. Okay, I shit I mean, you not. I support the dream. Thank you. I mean, you heard it here. Uh, Craig for Matilda by twenty thirty. Heard it here first. <laughs> Matilda starring Craig Denham as Matilda. <laughs> Craig Tilda. <laughs> Craig Tilda. Tilda. <laughs> I'd also want to do Les Mis as well. I think that's beautiful. I, I've, I've done it once, uh, but my drama teacher stiffed me, and and she was very preferential to her year. So oh like, right, yeah. She, she was. I was in year eleven, and she had a form group in year ten. And usually, you don't even think about getting casted as one of the good roles until you get to like year twelve, thirteen, like year eleven, right? Yeah. But then all of a sudden, when I was in year 10, they were in year 9. All the year 9s got the main parts. I was just like, what? They did hairspray. I was like, what? And, and she was like, yeah, yeah. Like, like you know, the, the girl I really fancied and, you know, everyone made fun of me for got the main part and that was awful. Uh, some guy that had never done a musical before and couldn't even act uh, got another lead. And I was just like, ah, That's great. frustrating. Because, mm. like, when, like, you've been putting in the work for, like, two, three years and people come along and get the main parts, just like, Oh. Yeah, and then uh, Lay Miz came came along. I got shafted again, and then she also gave main parts to Year Tens, and I was like, oh, for fuck's sake! Uh, but I did it anyway because it's my last one. But like, I'd love to be like uh, either Marius because I like Empty Chairs, Empty Tables. That's a brilliant song. Or the other guy, I forgot his name. Do you know Lay Miz? Um, I do know. I've seen the film. Uh, the the. The guy who uh, sings Red and Black, the leader of of the um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he's quite fit in the film. Yeah, no, you talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not fit, but you know, like I, I could pull that song off, hundred uh, uh, percent. But I'd, I'd love to, I'd love to do something like that again. Um, and I think, like, probably that as soon as COVID's over, kind of towards the end of this year, maybe beginning of next year, it's kind of what I'm looking to do. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, as long as you work hard and you know you you can say that you've put all your effort into it, you know you're not you're never gonna lose. <laughs> mm. Do you know what I mean? Like as cheesy as it sounds, you know, as long as you put you know the yeah. max effort, even if you do unfortunately like maybe you know not make it as much as you wanted yeah. to, at least you can say, well, I put that effort in. Like it's just. Yeah. I feel like acting as well. It's it's a bit of luck. It's talent and luck. Yeah. There are very very talented people who are very mm. good actors who just who'd never make it, and there are people who. Yeah mediocre actors i think it's a bit of luck and a bit of talent you know i think yeah. it's just timing luck and talent but actors. what is but what is your definition of luck because mine is when opportunity meets preparation you know if yeah, if, you, if you if you get an opportunity and you're prepared for it you will succeed so like i feel like that's what luck is for me so like i'm yeah. making sure that because i'm watching drama school next year um i'm preparing now i mean i'm preparing for the last four months or so like yeah um, just so that when I get to that audition room, I'm ready. Yeah. That's what I'm really 
wait in full to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, I mean, if yeah. you, I mean, this is slightly off topic. Um, but if you could say anything to your younger self, um, mm. what would it be like? What would you one thing you'd say like to either sort out or like what bit of advice would you give, um, for your, you know, younger self? Do more. Mm. Um, I feel like, cause like I, I have you heard the ten thousand hour rule, which is like you will become a master of anything if you do ten thousand hours worth of yeah. work. Uh, I was expecting more when I worked out how many hours I've done. Uh, I've only done like fourteen hundred hours, which is which is still like quite a lot, like yeah, fourteen percent. But that's across like the last seven years of my life, um, which isn't actually that much. So I feel like if I could go back to when I was like twelve years old and talk to twelve year old Craig, I'd probably say like, you you do have the time to do more. You know, you can yeah. reach for this, you can do that, you can go for this. Like, just do as much as you can because then you will actually be better off. Yeah. Because I've, I've always done good work. It's just like, I feel like I, if I did more of it, I would I'd have been really ben- you know, benefited by it, you know. And I think what I'd also say is do more of what makes you happy. Uh, yeah. Which is actually an Alfie Day's quote, actually. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> But like it, it's it's true. Like I, I I feel like a lot of times I've done stuff that I that doesn't make me happy. Like I would want to do more things that bring value to my life and make me feel better. Yeah, because uh, it's a shit world out there and things are things are terrible, you know, at the moment. So like I feel like um, that's what I do differently. I do more. I do more things that I think would have made me happier. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely think that's a good bit of advice for your younger self. Yeah, I don't think I'd give my younger self advice. I think I'm perfect. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, um, don't know what I would say to myself. I feel like I'd just say, you know, work harder. I feel like I give up really quickly with stuff. I became disheartened mm. real quick. I was like, fuck it. Like I'm not gonna bother. Um, so yeah, I just tell myself to work a little bit harder. Um, I I get quite unmotivated by things that I don't like. So like if I like jobs for example, if I don't like it, I won't work hard on it. But if I really like it, I'll do really well. So, yeah, yeah, which is why I like acting so much. I think. Yeah, no, I could. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that you work hard at something you love. Mm. You know, it's like I. The only reason I still do art, even though I fucking hated it at school, is because I love it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's nice to have something that you don't have a motivation for, but have a goal for. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't need to yeah. do it for any particular reason other than the fact that you enjoy it. I think this is what the podcast has been for me. Like it's just, a, a, I don't need to do this. But I yeah. want to, and it's just been really fun doing. It's like a creative outlet. Yeah, because I think I was meant to be at Rada, and at the moment we're doing Zoom calls, but they don't fulfil me the same way that going into you know Rada actually does. You know, like, yeah. like doing actual stuff. So like to kind of have a proper creative outlet like this has been really fun and really enjoyable. So yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, um, I'm just conscious of time because yeah. we've been going. I was for thinking quite that was a good time there. Yeah. <laughs> So I'll tell you what, we'll wrap up in just a second. Yeah, but it was we'll, a good we'll... way to wrap it up, I, th- I feel yeah, like. Yeah. Um, do you want to just quickly talk about uh, dogs very quickly? Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. How's Bodhi? Bodhi is great. He is a shithead. Um, we tried <laughs> to do, so obviously it was Father's Day today, so we tried to, because obviously I know Bodhi's my dad's favourite. Um, mm. <laughs> so I tried to get like his paw print on a cat, like a black canvas. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. White paw print. That dog would not fucking sit still. 
Um, but we managed it. We got it. It's still he has really furry like underneath his paws. He's really furry. Um, yeah. like, he has normal like paw pads, but then like, he has like loads of fur in between. He's like an old man. Um, <laughs> so like there's loads of like little extra bits, but it's cute. It's very Bodie. Yeah. But yeah, he's good. He's Bodie. How is how's Lily Lilibet? Lilibet is great. Uh, she went She's into horrible. the. She is an asshole. Uh, it's <laughs> she also smells. Um, we used to call Rosie stinky because mm. apparently she smelled. I don't remember Rosie ever smelling as bad as Lily does. Like her breath <laughs> reeks. Um, she bites everything. She's very aggressive. Uh, she talks a lot, like very talkative. But what's great is that when you um, you get glints of a really lovely dog, and and that's what comes out after puppyhood. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll definitely get there in the end. But like, she's she's she's, young. she's mm, yeah. But she's a lovely dog, and you can definitely tell that she's going to be a lovely dog, which is the main thing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. I think that's a nice place to end it. I agree on the happy yeah. dog. The shit <laughs> shit end. <laughs> the the <laughs> fucking assholes that are our dogs. <laughs> uh, exactly. Oh, Olivia, it's been an absolute pleasure to yeah, hear your voice. Good. Because we, we have done one before, so I've actually been talking to you for maybe about three hours. So it has been, yeah, it's been, a, been a very lovely time. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you very much for joining me. That's all right. Thanks for having me. I know, obviously, I've got a very busy schedule, you know, very in demand. So, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll, leave, I'll leave you alone now. I'll stop, I'll stop lacking you. Um, but that brings us to the end of this episode of the podcast. Thank you very much for listening. And I will see you all next week. Bye-bye.